We all get bogged down with the mundane tasks of life, especially this time of year. But isn't it time you take a break from your normal, boring routine? Don't just sit on the sidelines and watch life go by. Get in the game with the bold tropical lime flavor of Mountain Dew Baja Blast. You can be having a blast anywhere. Having a blast at work, having a blast in traffic, having a blast while you file your taxes. No, really, we mean it when we say anywhere. With Baja Blast now in stores everywhere, you can be having a blast whenever and wherever you are all year long. So what are you waiting for? Pick up an ice-cold Baja Blast today at a store near you and for a limited time with every purchase of Baja Blast in stores and at participating Taco Bell locations, you can collect coins for a chance to get Baja gear or a Taco Bell deal. This swag is available for a limited time only, so don't wait. Grab a Baja Blast and start having a blast right away. No purchase necessary, open to U.S. residents 18 and older, subject to official rules at BajaBlast.com, ends 6-15-24, void where prohibited. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sophia with an F. I'm recording from WTF Media Studios, the most chic, sexy, gorgeous studio to record from. We are in Soho, New York. I have the most fabulous guest of all time here with me today, Izzy Uncut. And I'm going to give you just the grand intro that you deserve (laughs) because I know it needs to be grand. But first, I want to give everyone a little bit of a backstory because I met you, Izzy, through Kiana. Yes. For those of you who don't know, but I'm sure you do, Kiana, A, works for me, B, is one of my best friends, C, a bitch, because she completely (laughs) roasted me last week on my own podcast, but we love her. You guys have been friends since, what, middle school? Uh, Yes, so I knew her through All-Star Cheerleading, which was my past life, my my subsection of faggotry, if you will. Uh, Uh, I was an all-star cheerleading coach and choreographer, but before that, I was just an athlete, um, and we kind of had similar friends and just knew each other through that. Okay. Could you do a standing full? Yes. I was a cheerleader, too. Yes. But I could never get a full. Oh, my God. Uh, All-star cheerleader? All-star cheerleader, and I was on, there were like five different teams. I was the next lowest from the, you know, the most advanced team you could be on. Yes. It really fucked with my self-esteem that I could never get there. You're like, God damn it, I'll never be level five. (laughs) (laughs) Actually. Wait, that's hysterical. Yeah, no, I've known uh, Kiana for a minute. No, her dad, Mr. Bobby Condors. Bobby Condors. Yes. I said last week to Kiana, I was like, I wish your dad was here instead of you. That would have been so much. (laughs) Have an actual celebrity like on the show. An actual celebrity. (laughs) (laughs) But Kiana put us in touch. And I'm fucking pissed that it took this long because I'm obsessed with you already. Izzy walked in, I was naked. She saw me in my thong, uh, (laughs) getting dressed up because Izzy, this is the most dressed up I have ever, ever, ever been recording a podcast, ever. You usually say like leggings, sweatpants, like Uh, fuck it. 
thousand percent. And I had a feeling that you would show up and outdress me. Can, can you imagine I showed up in sweatpants? <laughs> I'm like, hey, this is just audio, right? Like nobody's ever going to see this. <laughs> I'm a full man, like no wig whatsoever. <laughs> and then I would feel like a fucking idiot wearing this randomly all of a sudden for no reason. No, you're doing drag. You're doing drag. The tits are pressed. Right? It's happening. <laughs> no, the tits aren't pressed. They're just naturally huge, Izzy. That's it. Giant, guys, huge natural. Guys, you guys. <laughs> Okay, Izzy Uncut. Now here is your grand intro. Izzy Uncut, everybody. Izzy is a drag queen based out of New York City. You perform all over the city. Um, you said that your work is inspired by strong, funny women that can hold a stage. Yes. Oh, you've read you've read some bios. I have. Look at her, because I was like, I didn't even send that to you. You just like you knew that just from knowing. <laughs> well, I thought you were talking about me, kind of. Precisely, that's what it was. You know what I, mean? I said my drag is inspired by you, and look at me, my tits just just uh, push to the gods. They're huge naturals here. <laughs> I'm just, I'm being you today. What's that? I mean, strong, <laughs> funny women that can hold a stage. Hi. Precisely. Nice to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> but you've made a name for yourself through your performances. I have been obsessed with drag since I was 12 years old. And I saw Tu Wong Fu on accident. I was, wasn't supposed to. And then The Birdcage. Since then, I've been obsessed. That's when the bug bit you. Right? Did you watch those movies? I have, yes. You have? Yes. Do you it, not like them? I mean, You're it's... You're giving a face right now that's giving me the vibe you don't love it. It's one of those things where it's like, it's required reading, basically. Okay, like you, it. Like, you have to see it. Uh -huh. But, like, I'm like, I don't actively go home and watch right, them right, right. anymore. Like, you haven't watched them in a while, I'm sure, right? No, I haven't. Exactly. It's like in high school and you have to read The Great Gatsby Precisely. and, like, The Bell Jar. Exactly. Similar to that, okay? Totally feel that. Izzy Uncut is your drag name. Yes. Which I didn't, it didn't <laughs> register in my brain what the fuck that meant until, I don't know, five hours later. <laughs> Genius. Is he uncut? You gotta ask the important questions. It's so fucking good. And when, when we're talking about uncut, are we saying uncircumcised or are we saying the penis is still intact? Uh, uncircumcised. So I always say, I'm like, my legal name is Isabella Uncircumcised, but you can call me Izzy Uncut. <laughs> that is fucking hilarious. Okay, I love that. I was trying to think of what my drag name would be and I just, it's too hard. It's too hard to come up with anything. It is. It's very difficult. There's like, there's some cute ones. There's some ones that like, whenever anybody, anybody asks, they're like, what should my drag name be? Uh -huh. Like, and everybody has like a notes app section of like <laughs> ones that they're like, I almost was this, or I didn't want to be this or blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. There's also a lot of really basic ones. I was watching RuPaul and some of them, I'm like, really? Where's a, the creativity? A lot of them sound exactly like the same. Like, yeah. there's like Anita cocktail and like things yeah, like that. Exactly. Where I'm like, everybody's done like an Anita pun. Like, and, right, and I need a dick. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's mm -hmm. so many people that have a version like yeah. that. Like, if you're coming into the scene right now and you want to be Anita something, uh -huh. it's like, no, baby. Like, there's already successful girls that got that. Me literally scrolling through my notes right now and going right past my Anita dick one that I wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're you're like we said, you're you're Heather Gray sweatpants. That's your name. <laughs> No, I was thinking, so my middle name is Vanina, okay. which is very Argentine. I'm sure you've never- Sophia Vanina. The fact that it rhymes and my mom did that shit to me, like, fuck off, I love you, mom. I was thinking it could be something with Vanina. Uh -huh. I mean, it's one letter away from vagina. I was going to say Vanina Noina. Like, I oh, that's good. Oh, that's, that's real. not bad, Vanina right? Noina's fun. Right? Yeah. I can't <laughs> 
Wait, I'm actually very impressed with that you came up with that. Really? Oh my God, thank you so much. That was, mm-hmm. We're paying a ghostwriter for that one. I'm sure. No, no, that's really good. No, I came up with that one. Is he? I want to back up a little bit and just talk about kind of your origin story, the birth of her, where your origins began with this and what made you want to do drag, basically. Um, well, essentially, like I said, all-star cheerleading coach, choreographer. I lived in Jersey all my life. Mm-hmm. Um, always wanted to live in New York. And eventually I decided, I'm like, change a career. Let's move here. Let's do it. Uh, but there's no market for cheerleading. So I was like, okay, if I'm moving to New York, start fresh. Right. Um, was working uh, just like designer retail. And then I was like selling memberships at an Equinox. I like you said no market for cheerleading. Like I'm crying. There's like nothing. There like, isn't. You, you really can't do it here. The Like the space no. that it requires to have like just just the room for gyms. Like it's 1, like you have to go all the way out to like, like Staten Island. And like. Right. Why would you do that? How bad? <laughs> How bad did you want to be a flyer? Um, I was a flyer sometimes. You were? I, would, I would do a couple basket tosses here and there. You I was never like pulling ball. body positions. Yeah, but I was like, I was skinny, I was skinny lady. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I was like, I would, I would be thrown in the air when it would be like they need like the one boy doing the basket toss okay. every once in a while. Wow. Yeah. I never, you were a flyer, obviously. No, I actually wasn't. What? What were you? The fuck in the front or just, side? What is it called? A side? A side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a side? Yeah. That's all it's called. And also a side is like a sexual position too. Right? Did you know that? Like, is it? What? So, so in the gay community, you can be a top, you can be a bottom, and then uh, you could obviously be verse, which is like, mm-hmm. I do both. Um, but then it's very European. Some people are more into it now, but people are, some people are like, I'm a side, like I really don't fuck with anal sex. So they'll be like, I just do mouth stuff. Oh, so bl- blowjobs. Yeah, blowjobs. Like I'm a side. I'm somewhere in between. Oh I'm like, don't, God. yeah, isn't that great? I'm such an idiot because I really thought you were going to say it's like when you were laying on your side. I only get uh, fucked on my side. <laughs> I was like, wait, I don't, like, I don't really understand that. Aside is so many things. It's a sex position. Also like a side piece. Yeah. We, we've all been aside at one point. Absolutely. It's kind of fun. It is. It's it, kind of fun. I mean, yeah. Actually, I'd be so down to be a side. Yeah. But only oral sex on me and like, I don't have to do it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just okay. receptive. Like, that's all. <laughs> side receptive. Yeah. We're, make, we're making it a thing. Exactly. So, okay. So there wasn't a market for cheerleading. Then you worked in retail. And I started going out and like just watching drag shows like here in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was seeing queens that were big in the city doing shows at the bars that I do shows at now. Queens like uh, Bob the Drag Queen, Monet Exchange, oh Ms. God. Cracker. And it was kind of just like my calling. I was like watching people like be very funny, hold a mic, hold a crowd, be able to just be like hysterical and put on a show. And I was like, I can do that. Oh. And then I tried, failed. I was not like, I obviously was not as funny as them. And then, uh, you know, now five years later, I have shows at all the bars in the city and it's, it's happened for me. I'm happy with it. You're fucking incredible. So your first show was what? A bust? Um, Do you want to die? Were you like, what the fuck? So like the way to get started in New York is like you have to do a bunch of just like competitions. Um, So you just show up, you bring as many of your friends as possible to cheer you on and you you do like one number and if you're good, you win like a cash prize of like $100 that night. And if you lose, then you just go home with your tips and you try again next week. So so I was like, I think I'm going to kill it. I'm going to be the best bitch. And you got to go into 
into it with that confidence. Yeah. And then you got to get knocked down a peg and be like, okay, you're not the best person ever. You're never going to be the best your first time doing anything. Of course. Of course. And you think it took, it took five years for you to just really come into your own and just like command the stage. No, I'm sure it happened a little bit earlier on. Yeah. I'd say, um, I started doing drag full time after two years. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's now been three years since I've just been like, just a full time drag, five shows a week. Wow. Um, I'd say about like two years in, that's when I kind of like realized I was like, oh, I'm like actually really good at this. I'm getting booked, like not just like entering competitions. And okay. it's for me. Yeah. Okay. Me over three years into podcasting being like, wait, that moment hasn't hit me yet. So, <laughs> no, um, shut the fuck up. You're great. You know. <laughs> um, where can they see you, by the way? Where can I come and see you? All right. So um, everything is listed uh, on all like my social media. It's mm-hmm. always a lot of times people are like, oh, I'm at this bar five nights a week. Um, but for uh, New York in particular, you got to really like diversify your portfolio. Yes. You'll be everywhere. Okay, we're talking um, about stock. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so uh, my work week starts on a Saturday and then it ends on a Wednesday. So Saturday I'm at a Playhouse Bar in the West Village. On Sundays I am at Hardware Bar in Hell's Kitchen. Nice. Uh, Mondays I'm at Barracuda in Chelsea. Uh, Tuesdays I am at Hush. They, okay. They just had a rebrand. Whole new whole new bar. My newest show. So that's in Hell's Kitchen. And then on Wednesday nights, I am at Pieces Bar in the West Village. Amazing. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna plug your socials. I'm coming to see you this Saturday. Oh my god, you have to. Like by the That's way. the fu- that's the fun show. It'll be Is great. It? Yes. Will you get me a front row seat? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I'll pay for it, but well, just like Oh no, no tickets, baby. If you you just show up, you walk on in. If anybody wanted to stalk me, I just told oh. them exactly where I am and where I am every single night. <laughs> but I'll make sure to have a little reserve. Oh be great. We'll God. bring up on stage. It'll be cute. We'll make it a moment. Stop. Yes. <laughs> okay. So your performance, I watched a little RuPaul. I'm sure every time you speak to someone, that's the first fucking thing they say. It's definitely like, yeah, top five. Right? Absolutely. Have you thought about going on the show? I've auditioned for the show uh, three times. Okay. And obviously have not gone on yet. But you're uh, going to go on. I mean, I would love to. We're going to push for that. We're going to make it happen. We're going to push for that. RuPaul. Call your senators. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, I would love to. I would love to be on the show. I love the show. Uh, a lot of my friends have been on the show, mm-hmm. um, and it's fun to like watch the the getting ready process. Oh, it's so intense. We are going to get into that. I have yeah. I have seventy eight questions about <laughs> the getting ready process. But as far as your performance goes, there's well, there's a lot of lip syncing. Mm-hmm. Is it sinking or singing? Uh, sinking. It's sinking. Because you want to sync your lips up with the music. Holy yeah. shit, I never even fucking thought about that. Lip syncing, I mean, I kind of know how to do it just from some TikToks that I've done. Exactly. Um, I'm sure you're a lot better than me, <laughs> but I was stalking your Instagram and your performances. The splits. <laughs> the fucking splits, I can't. Oh it God. is insane. Would you do the splits on here? Should I? Should I, I do a little I'm one? begging you. I'm begging you. Where Can should I, I do you? this? Here, let's move the table really fast. Because Absolutely. It's the crazy, guys, it's the craziest <laughs> splits I've ever seen in heels. Uh-huh. I, I can't. I oh, man, thank you. Whenever you're ready, baby doll. Oh my God. I don't fucking understand. That was insane. Does it hurt? So no, not really. It's all um, it's all just in your like your like hamstrings and everything. So oh. as far as like tucking, like 
depending on what I'm wearing, I'll like, I never, you cannot pay me enough money to like put tape on my genitals. So I just don't do it. Why? Cause it fucking hurts. Yeah. It's just not worth it to me. Yeah. You, there's like tucking panties and things like that. Mm. Uh, basically you just like kind of put the balls in the socket and they're like directly in front of you if you're like tucked properly. Right. So you're never going to like on them. Right. Um, but really just like doing splits, like even if things are just kind of like mushed around them down there, I call it like lava lamping. Uh-huh. Everything just moves freely. Nothing's like going to be just like, just exactly like cracked like an egg or anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking of my vagina and if I jumped and did the splits that way, mm-hmm. it's because my flaps are so long. <laughs> that would hurt me. Long flaps. <laughs> Uh, wait, what, what was your middle name again? Vagina, Vanina. Vanina, Lucy Vanina. Oh that's my God, yeah. that's it. That's literally what it is. Um, so, oh, a question I wanted to ask you is how competitive is the drag world? Obviously it's fucking competitive. You try to be on RuPaul three times, it, you will be on the show. Mm-hmm. But is it competitive as fuck? Um, it's competitive. I mean, it really depends. There's definitely like a sense of like sisterhood that you have with like a lot of people. Like, and if you just kind of stay in your own lane and focus on yourself, it's not particularly competitive. Okay. Um, but there's so many opportunities as far as so many bars, but there's also mm. such an influx of drag um, based on how popular it's gotten over the years. So, I mean, if you're like, a mean-spirited person you could be like it's me versus everyone or you could be like it's me versus me wait i fucking love that thank you that yeah. needs to go on a fucking t-shirt there That's you beautiful. go merch incoming it's happening incoming <laughs> tm and i'm not gonna pay you rules i have options yeah. <laughs> yeah, i have fucking options do you have a drag queen idol Hmm, drag queen idol. I mean, something that I'm lucky to call one of my closest friends, the the main person that ever let that like inspire me to start drag is Ms. Cracker. Okay. She uh, she was on Drag Race season 10. She was on All Stars 5. And basically she's amazing. She's hysterical. I was going to her shows like all across the city with uh, one of my best friends, Caitlin, who is now her assistant. And that was the person that like inspired me where I'm like, she's funny. I could be funny too. I'm a funny person. I just don't, I just don't scream into a microphone all night. I want to start screaming into a microphone. So uh, I'd say, yeah, definitely. That's one of the, one of those people that's like a hero, but since I'm so close to them, it's not like, um, it's not like an unattainable thing where I'm like, yeah, it's not like me being like, I look up to RuPaul who I do, Mm -hmm. but it's so unattainable and so untouchable. Like having Cracker so close to me is like, it's really nice, really nice to see her thrive and be. Yeah. Like, talk to her about it. So you guys are good friends? Good friends, yeah. Absolutely. I fucking love that. That's great. And what season was she on? I want to check her out now. She was on uh, season 10, and then I believe it was All-Stars 5. I don't think it was 6. I think it was All-Stars 5. Okay, got it. Does she perform in New York? Um, So now now she, like, tours the world. I performed in London with her. She got to perform the London Palladium with her one-woman show. Okay, Um, for international, everybody. Right? But as her, like, opening act, she was allowed to bring, like three of her like favorite queens from New York. Um, mm-hmm. I got to perform a number there at like this legendary theater. It was very cool. It was really great. So she performs in New York, but only like uh, ever so often. Yeah. Right, 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 right. How common is drag kings? I feel like, I feel like that would be the most boring 
thing to do as a woman to dress up as a man. So that's the argument that a lot of people have. People say that like drag kings aren't exciting, mm-hmm. um, but- uh, They can be? They can be very exciting, I think. Okay. People just think because like drag queens, it's the big hair, it's the fabulous costumes, it's that you think it's like like Vegas showgirl type situation, mm-hmm. which it can be. But then there's also people that do like alternative drag. They'll be like kind of just like rock star girls that are like, like looking like Avril Lavigne and that's their style of drag. So it's not always the glitz and the glamour and all, all of it's valid. It's the exact same thing when it comes to drag kings. Um, so there's drag kings that uh, do do it a little more. They go for like the realness of a man, which, you know, you could say like, oh, that's a little bit boring. but Or it could be fucking hilarious. Or it could put it that way. Exactly. There's a couple of kings that will do like full blown, just like it'll be like they'll rhinestone everything more than I do. Like they'll like they'll be in full like the regalia, they'll look like magicians. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Yes, and then yes. you're like, okay, well, this is so, this is super fun and crazy yeah. and great. So yeah, no, there's there's definitely a drag king scene. Um, in New York City, it doesn't really overlap as much mm-hmm. as I think it honestly should. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, there's definitely king scenes. Chicago has a really huge king scene. It's really, really great. Yeah, LA, all things like that. It's really great. Thank you for checking me because I was just putting that in such a box. And when I thought drag king, I was thinking, what are you going to do? Put on a flannel and do a John Mayer song and like scratch your balls. But really it can be like whatever the fuck you want. Exactly. That, that's me putting men in a box yes. and they don't need to be in a box. No. The same way women don't. Just ours. Yeah. Just our boxes. Just, ours. <laughs> Just, Just put them in an hour boxes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking dead. Etsy. There truly is no better gift than the present, which is something I would normally say when I was a terrible daughter and forgot to get my mom a gift on Mother's Day or her birthday. But trust, those days are well behind me and I actually get complimented all the time on my gift giving skills. And not because I'm an adult with my priorities and shit together, but because of Etsy's gift mode. Gift mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect gift for everyone in your life and for every occasion. Like for my friend's birthday that just recently passed, I found the cutest set of wine glasses from a small business and they were even able to personalize them. So freaking cute, a win for me because I supported a small business and a win for my gift giving reputation. There really is something for everyone on Etsy from the photographer in your life to the wine enthusiast. I'm telling you, you will find something they love. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. So I just have so many fucking questions for you. (laughs) What are some things people should know if they're going to their first drag show? Because I think there's a lot of unwritten rules, even though it's this like amazing, fun experience overall, I feel like there's some basic things people should know. Absolutely. Uh, First and foremost, it is not the fuck ass about you. Mm. 
people come to a drag show and first and foremost, they like want recognition when they're like, this is my first drag show. Um, or write it be in like, your journal, write it in your journal. Exactly. I'm like, you would never walk into any other store with a punch card and want special treatment because it's your first time there. Right. Like that's not how the punch card works. You got to come 10 times before you get a free shot. Baby. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Actually. Um, or people will be like, you should really pick on my straight friend. My boyfriend's here. And like, he uh, like, mm. he's straight. You should make fun of him. Or like, you should, it's like, it's not about you. Or people will get up and start like dancing with you. And I'm like, you would never do that in any other art form. Like you would right. never get on stage with a stand up and start making jokes. You would never like start singing at a concert, like right. with the singer, like everybody else is sitting and watching a show, just kind of like play off what the rest of everybody else is doing. If you're the only person screaming back at me, like try, like heckling me, or if you're the only person getting up and like dancing in front of the stage, I'm like, I jump off the stage. I will kill you. Like you're in the hazard zone, babe. Like, you just get- splits them out. Yeah, I like, get the fuck out. I love that. It's crazy. And there's security at every bar. I'm like, you don't want to be the one that like ruins your night for your friends because you're trying to make it so much about you. Like, right. It's crazy. It's people treating it more like a party than you're there for a performance. Exactly. And it is quite the fucking performance. Exactly. And then there's a lot of people that like come to drag shows regularly. They obviously know how it works. But the people that treat it like, um, I call it like queer tourism, Mm -hmm. where they're just kind of like here to like, watch the monkeys dance basically and just like they treat it like a zoo like oh my god look how the faggots play this is so crazy that's when I'm like ugh like this is not a cute vibe yeah and people want to say that it's all like bachelorette parties which like I've definitely had my fair share of bad bachelorette parties but I've also had my fair share of just like annoying faggots that don't like drag so Mm -hmm. it's like it's not just the straight girls it's like there are disrespectful people everywhere Um, but it's the people that kind of treat it more like a spectacle and not like oh like this is an art form this is something that we're here to see and appreciate and it's something right. that's like ha look over there Ugh. like oh my god it's very weird weird tourism mm-hmm. I've never heard that term until right now oh my god yeah it's very weird is that could that be compared to people that go to a gay club mm-hmm. just to like see what's happening exactly yeah it's that type of thing yeah and I'm fine with straight people in queer spaces I'm fine with like I'm absolutely okay with that but when you like treat it like when you're not uh, respecting the space, when you're not, when you're trying to make it more about you, that's when I'm kind of like, ugh. So basically just don't make it about you. Yes, 1000%. I'm going to start doing live shows soon. And I'm like, I don't know how, I, how I'm going to handle hecklers. Oh my God, like it's hell. You've never done one before? No. God, well, if you need an opening act, somebody warm them up. Yes. Baby. <gasps> We're always networking. We're always networking. Always, (laughs) always, always, always. It never stops. Um, This is, I mean, it isn't random, but I just found this out recently. Children banned from drag shows in Texas is a thing. Yes. Which is insane to me. Yes. Out of, out of all the things happening in the world, that's what we need to make sure it doesn't. Of all the things that Texas should be banning, <laughs> they're banning drag queen. What do you think about that? And is Texas the only state that does that? I think Florida might be trying to do something similar to that right now. I'm not sure. Exactly. I'm not surprised Florida. Right. It's, it's just, it's stupid. It's hellish. It makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Also like, I didn't get into drag to fraternize with fucking children. Like I don't like, <laughs> I didn't want to like, it's not that I like 
hate kids, but I definitely like don't want to like interact with them on the daily. Like I want to interact with adults. Like yeah. I famously perform at bars, like one of the only places on earth where it's illegal to not be 21 years old. Yeah. So like I don't do it to be around kids. So if like mm-hmm. you're thinking it's predatory that like there's drag queens around them, it's like the only time I ever do things around kids is when I'm getting paid like lovely by adults to like d- perform at like a, a pride with an outdoor stage that kids can come to. Like yeah. some people do like drag queen reading hour, but I'm like the people that like choose to be around children for free they're creepier than drag queens who are getting paid <laughs> lovely to uh to like perform for adults and children together mike drop thank <laughs> you that was i couldn't have said it better myself like you're not putting your performance together thinking how will this nine-year-old take this in and love this and want to come back exactly what no i'm not doing it for kids if kids like it and parents are like want to expose them to like queer culture and uh show them that like show them drag is great then yeah absolutely i do think like showing kids this and showing kids like what drag is like if i knew what drag was growing up like that would have been great that would have been amazing i didn't find out until like like well into high school but i'm not doing this for children so like don't think it's like this predatory thing when drag queens like happen to be around kids once every like 20 gigs I know <laughs> like wait, what the f- Texas just fucking knock it off exactly I mean it's completely ridiculous I think it's so powerful and beneficial if anything for children to see that type of creativity and showmanship you know yeah visibility is everything just like what you were saying I think it's important for kids to see that growing up absolutely I don't think kids should listen to my podcast. I'll tell you that right now. This is something completely different. Exactly. And it's like, but like, if they did, is that on you or is that on them? Like, that's what I always say. Exactly. I'm not here to be a role model for your kids. Exactly. Fuck Texas. (laughs) And fuck Florida. Even though I feel like there's a lot of drag in Florida. They have a lot of drag in Florida. And there's a lot of drag in Texas too. Is there? Yeah. There's a huge Texas scene. Okay. I have to ask this because... I'm sure you deal with fucking haters all the time. The people in Texas, as an example, just people that are, that are uncomfortable with the LGBTQ community, specifically a lot of times with men who dress in drag. Mm-hmm. How do you act around those people? Like, do you have like an example? Oh, oh, Kiana told me. Kiana actually told me before we did this that you refuse to dress in drag when you're on the subway here in New York. Yeah, I mean like I have done it before and sometimes it's like necessary, but mm-hmm. I can't remember the last time I've been on drag on the, on the subway. And like, I just don't wanna be around people and be Very. like a spectacle when I'm like not getting paid for it uh-huh. when it's not like I'm like this is my job like I'm doing drag for my show I'm mm-hmm. not doing drag like for the subway and then like I don't want to deal with like people fucking with me there's queens that will d- go in full face but then like boy clothes and a backwards hat and everything oh and and but then there's also people that will be in full drag like cracker she yes. would like she would be in full drag like every single night like on the way to the gig mm-hmm. like with her little suitcase um and she like loved it and I'm like mm-hmm. I for me I'm just kind of like I want to like put it all on be uncomfortable in the uber for 20 minutes and yes. then get to the gig and start my job yeah, it, so, yeah it's a personality thing exactly do you want people staring at you or do you not yeah exactly and I'm like the attention's great but then also it's like I know I'm getting almost always positive attention at my shows on the subway you're dealing with a whole new cast of characters Mm -hmm. that is not uh, always positive right what's most uncomfortable experience Uh, I mean you don't have to tell me the most uncomfortable but like just any experience that was just 
horrible. Like, we're like, what the fuck? Um, there's been people that have like thrown thrown drinks not at me, but like they've like they've tried to make the show about them, and then. I stop my mix midway through. And, and I'm what like, do you do? I'll basically be like, what are you doing? Why do you think that like this is about you? Why do you think that you're more important than everybody else here? Like, this is my show. And then I'm like, okay, like, let's ask the audience. And I'll usually like kind of be a little rude. And I'll be like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, who here wants me to continue performing? And they're like, Woo! and I'm like, okay, now what's your name, sir? Oh, like John, who wants John to perform instead? And then it's like radio silence. And then I was like, do we think John should leave? And everyone's like, ah. <laughs> like, okay, that actually that, sounds kind of fun. It is, and, but then like this, like once this one guy like picked up a glass and like no. threw it on the ground and like shards of glass. I mean, nobody got hurt or anything, right. but I was like, uh, can we get like a cleanup? Like yeah. this guy's fucking unhinged. And what then the like, fuck? security took him out. Thank yeah. God. Yeah. He threw a fucking glass. Insane. I I'm hate like, people. I'm like, I really hate them. I'm like, even still, you're still trying to be like, I need attention. Like, you know what I mean? Right? You couldn't just be like shamed and leave. You had to like, <laughs> you know, go out with literally a bang. It was so ridiculous. A literal bang. Yeah. Well, whoever that guy is, fuck you. We fucking hate you. Exactly. Uh, um, and he's listening. He's listening. Oh, he, 1,000% he's no. listening. <laughs> Sophia the F? His favorite podcast. 1,000. And then he saw I was here. He loves us. He <laughs> tuned the fuck in. Um, okay, this is so interesting to me because there's so many allies to the LGBTQ plus community. It's, but it's almost become kind of virtue signaling or performative. And I want to ask you, how can you be an ally without overstepping? That's, that's a really great question. That's a tough question. No, it's a tough question, but it's a really great question. Um, once again, just not making it uh, about, about you. Um, that applies. That applies online, not just in person. There's uh, a nice way that I've like heard somebody articulate it before, where it's um, think about it as Twitter. Like, are you quote tweeting or are you retweeting? If every single thing that you are that you are saying is uh, based about your own perspective, this goes for this goes for every movement, for every group of marginalized people. Yeah. Like during um, summer of 2020, after George Floyd, I was making it a point to not preface everything with like, as a cis white gay man, I shouldn't be saying anything. But I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm like, I just will like uplift voices that actually need to be heard, people that are much more knowledgeable on the topic, people that have things to say mm -hmm. uh, that aren't from my perspective, because ultimately my perspective doesn't exactly matter in that situation. Yeah. So a lot of times when people are trying to be allies, they're making it about themselves and uh, they kind of want like a pat on the back and they want their like, yes. they want their like, they want their like ally cookies. And it's like, <laughs> we're not doing that. Ally cookies. Yes. I believe that's a Z-way term, honestly. That's fucking incredible. I have been guilty of this one using drag terms mm -hmm. in my daily vernacular. Uh -huh. I don't do this anymore, but I used to say hunty mm -hmm. 700 times. <laughs> and there's, you know, there's people that will say hunty or slay mm -hmm. or things like that. What do you think about that? Is that annoying to you? Do you think it's fine? It really, it really depends. To me, I find it fine, particularly if you have, um, if you surround yourself with like queer people. Yes. Um, and you are like an ally like that. Mm -hmm. But there are people that even find an issue when fucking white gays like myself with wigs on use it because it all comes from like the ballroom scene, which is predominantly mm -hmm. like black men and black trans women. Okay. So like a lot of the things that we say are trickling down from, from culture that I'm not even a part of. So for me, I'm like, if 
you don't mean it with malice. If you are just trying to have fun and like use common common lingo, common jargon, yeah. I don't think it's a huge issue. There are people that do, and I'm like, who's to say that like my opinion's right and theirs wrong? You know what I mean? Right. But I'm like, if I heard you saying hunty, I wouldn't be mad. You wouldn't be pissed at Yeah, me. I wouldn't be pissed at you. And also you're like, I mean, even in the most simplistic terms, like I don't know like who you hang out with or who like uh who you hang out with or who you surround yourself with, mm-hmm. but like you have a platform, you have me on your podcast, you mm-hmm. obviously aren't just like like Hunty, like abolish yes. gay rights. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, like you obviously are not like a yes. shitty person and meaning it in a bad way. So yes. it's, it, for me, it's mostly about intention. Yes. I think if you are listening and you are extremely conservative and you are against the LGBTQ community and you're out here saying slay, yeah. take that word and that term out of your mouth. You're not allowed to use it anymore. Exactly. But if like, you're not that person, then whatever. Yeah. Like when like Fox News is saying like, we have somebody about to spill the tea. I'm like, please. I'm like, I'm mean this with all due respect <laughs> fucking stop <laughs> like please stop actually I mean it with no respect it's Fox News fuck that yeah, like, wait, what yeah. also why the fuck is Fox News using the word slay in the first place right uh please spill the tea like oh <laughs> People I can't even imagine. I definitely don't say spill the tea, but, but I feel like it's because it's the, outdated. But yes, I agree. <laughs> I'm not even a person that's like, yes, spill the tea, but I'm like um, almost like an affirmative, like a yes. Like I use like just like tea all the time. Like, tea. like oh, that's tea. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I agree with that 100%. Yeah. And, and then tea is, you know, A-A-V-E as well. Yes. And so I'm always aware of that too. Yes. It's just, it's, I feel like if you're supportive of that community, and I feel like you can always ask if Precisely. you're around, you yes, know? Yes, exactly, which is what you just did, so. <laughs> Thank you're you. Good. You're all good. Oh my God, I'm fucking killing it right now. <laughs> the only killing it more is fucking you, <laughs> and I think this is what people really want to know about. Fuck all the educational. Oh my God, yeah, we just went on a full, like, reading rainbow type no, moment right now. No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> that is the shit we should be talking about, and we did. Now it's time to talk about makeup, ass, wig, everything. Let's do it. Okay, so Izzy, you were going to potentially do my makeup. Oh my God. And then Izzy was like, you can't fucking afford me, so it's not happening. Uh, No, you can (laughs) afford me, but I was like, we did not arrange this ahead of time. (laughs) I'm fucking with you, did not say that. She was very, very sweet, and it just, it couldn't happen. I fuck, we'll we'll do it one day. Oh, absolutely. But getting myself into drag this morning, and then getting- How long does it take? I like to give myself two hours um, from like, shower to car. Um, usually I end up giving myself like an hour and a half. People ask, they're like, how long does it take to get in drag? I'm like, as long as I have plus 15 minutes. So <laughs> I gave myself an hour today. So I did, I did from like face to like putting on the hair, putting on the body and the outfit, everything took one hour. But usually it takes an hour and a half. Uh, yeah, usually I'll do an hour and a half. I know like where to cut the corners. Sometimes I'll like draw a crease and different shadows and stuff. Today is yeah. just like a lot of graphic liner. Okay. I'm like, it's early, sorry. It took <laughs> It took me an hour to two hours to get ready. Yeah. So, hi, look at your makeup versus mine. Why is that happening? <laughs> you, it's probably because you have so much practice. I think so. I, I mean, I have a mental breakdown, and this is not me being dramatic, a mental doing a winged eyeliner. It's so annoying. I hate it. I've thrown it. I've chucked it across the room. I hate doing a winged liner. It's, I, I can't fucking do it. And so I can't even imagine the, and the makeup you're doing insane. I do. Yeah. I do a wing every single time and every single time I'm like, fuck this shit. Right. It never gets easier or it gets easier. It never gets less frustrating. I should say. (laughs) Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. 
We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, TEND is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. I think you probably have some incredible makeup tips, though. You have to. I do. How do you keep your makeup on forever? Is it Urban Decay? Uh, All Nighter Spray is great. Okay. But I use this setting spray. Um, It's sold at a store called Alcone here in the city. You can get it online as well. It's called Blue Marble. And they use it for, use it for, like, stage and screen a lot. So, like, I'm, like, sweating when I'm, like, performing. I'm basically, every, every, like, show I do is, like, hit training, essentially. Yeah. So, like, uh, The Urban Decay is not going to cut it. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, the, so, Blue Marble is this, uh, is the brand or the name of it. And, it's great. Also, the Patrick Star One Size. They make a lot of great products. Okay. Um, I would suggest that. So for anyone listening, even if you're not doing drag per se, but you are going to have crazy wild sex for 12 hours. Precisely. This is what you should be getting. What is it called? Blue? Uh, blue Marble. Blue Marble. Yes. Okay. I fucking love that. Um, speaking of hating putting makeup on. <laughs> There is no way in hell that you actually enjoy putting makeup on, correct? I did not get in drag because I liked makeup, like, at all in the slightest. Thank you. Yeah, because, you know, it was, like, cheerleading. And you know all-star cheerleading. Mm -hmm. Like, it's performance-based. It's all, like, subjective scoring. It's, like, the theatrics, the this, the that. It's, like, it's not... it's more about like putting on a show and right. that's what like really drew me to drag. And uh-huh. I also wanted to like host a show and be funny and talk. And like, then I was like, the makeup can come last. So I like did a little bit of makeup before I, li- I think I practiced a face like once before my first time in drag. And I was like, I hate it. Who cares? <laughs> and then my first time in drag, I'm like, I still hate it. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about, okay. I heard that Elmer's glue on the eyebrows. Yes. What what is that about? So, um, if you have eyebrows, which I don't, underneath all this, I'm like an eyebrowless little like oh, alien. Yeah, I love that. I at first I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna like it, and now I'm like, it makes me look so interesting. So your eyebrows are drawn on. Yeah. So they look amazing. Thank you. I didn't even notice. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay, killing it. Oh my god. Yeah. So I have uh, no eyebrows now. I'm like full time queens. A lot of times they'll shave them off, mm-hmm. um, just because it takes so much time. I used to use the purple Elmer's glue stick because uh, I believe that was the one that like wasn't water soluble, mm-hmm. um, or maybe it was the vice versa. I can't remember. But you would like go up with all the hairs, and then you would take like a spoolie, um, and then you would flatten it out with like the back end of a spoolie or a comb or something. I thought you were about to say a hair straightener. Oh my god, no. <laughs> Can you imagine? You burn it. No. <laughs> Uh, and then you, you put powder on top and everything, and then you put all your foundation on. Basically, it just creates like a, a fresh start, a new layer. Okay. And now I'm like, I have nothing now there. Now you don't so have just, to do that. Exactly. And it's just, it's you'll always see a little bit of texture when you do that. And then it, those are the first things to come off when you start sweating. Got so like it. not having brows, just the makeup goes on so much smoother. I gotcha. just prefer, like if you can shave your brows and you don't care and you're mm-hmm. doing drag and like- Fucking shave Yeah, them. just do it. It's easy. It's fun. I would do that 1,000%. Yeah. Every time I like put on shaving cream, I look like Santa Claus because it's like all white. Like it's all up like it's all up on where the eyebrows are and then it goes back down in the beard area. Like I have just a full like face of shaving cream. I'm just like. It's (laughs) fucking hilarious. 
It's you. You have a lot of makeup on right now. Yes. Can we all agree? Absolutely. Pound of makeup. Yeah. We were talking about this earlier. Um, Izzy was going to bring uh, champagne, mm -hmm. and she accidentally forgot, which is really funny because I <laughs> rosé, and I also forgot. So we're doing this sober, which is fucking shocking. But we discussed how we will drink before before you perform. Sometimes I will when I'm podcasting. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to do that at 12, but I would be lying if I said I've never, you know, had a few glasses at exactly. 10 a.m. recording. Precisely. I've done it. Yeah. But you drink a little bit. You are so fucking exhausted. You can't lie to me right now. Do you take your makeup off every night before you go to sleep? Um, I've gotten really good at actually doing it. And the reason is because I... I'm so uncomfortable in drag that I almost never leave the gig in drag. Oh. So there's a lot of people like I'm gonna get out of drag here if you don't if you don't <laughs> mind. Like I'm gonna leave the face because I have a show later. Uh -huh. But I'm gonna take all of this off and be like full so boy except for the makeup. It's so uncomfortable. Like yeah. right, like right now, like I'm not even wearing usually I wear like a little cincher and I'll have like a bra with like fake tits in it. Uh -huh. Um but I'm still I'm wearing like pads of like foam pads for my ass right now. And why though? And to make it bigger to make Wait, it like okay to give like an hourglass shape i was gonna ask you once again i was talking on instagram i was gonna say how did you get your ass to look like that oh uh it's I, like my tits it's not real it's just yeah exactly it's not real it's, <laughs> it's a uh, facade yeah it's all magic it's magician it's magician bullshit but uh yeah no you wear basically you wear these pads that are like kind of the shape of like africa and then i have these like uh circular butt pads and they're that shape because they come they go down the thigh right here and they go around around towards the ass and then I put like more ass on as well and then you wear six pairs of tights like, oh. over top to like compress them all six pairs uh, a lot of people can do like four for me what I found is like I do my six I don't know if you ever looked at like a picture of like Beyonce she's always wearing like a fishnet yes. stocking yes. and then I do another layer over top to so the, the the fishnet is to add like shadow are you sweating your balls off right now oh yeah I'm like constantly sweating okay. yeah I'm wearing like a hat of hair right now <laughs> it's like no he oh my god yes yeah, it's it's so hot. So like the the it's way that how the Kardashians feel exactly. Yeah, like I like I got here and was like, eh, I kind of have to pee, and I was like, eh, I can definitely hold it as yeah. long as this is gonna take. It's gonna be more annoying to take it off. <laughs> so yeah, and like all the costumes are like itchy. There's like sequins and stuff. Yeah. Like it's just like so to get out of drag like at the gig is my favorite, and then just like come on up and like have okay. just like my bag of woman and just like <laughs> be a full boy with like my no eyebrows, my like mullet, and right. just, like look like a completely different person. <laughs> I also like like getting out of drag and like walking like through the bar and not having to like deal with people that I don't want to deal with. Sometimes oh like God. I'll see people that know me and it's fine and it's lovely. But other times I'm like, if I want to just like beeline to the like, car. Picture. Yeah. I'm like, wait, no, I'm done. I'm tired. I'm yeah. hot. Like my makeup doesn't look as good as it did mm -hmm. two hours ago. Right. So it's, it's nice to just like be a boy and sit at the bar sometimes and just chill or like beeline it to the car and not, mm -hmm. and just like hold, hold Izzy in the bag. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hold Izzy in the bag. Exactly. Which by the way, before everyone comes for me and bitches me out because <laughs> I've been referring to you as she, uh -huh. We spoke about it before yes. and your pronouns. He or she works with you. Yes. When I'm in drag, uh, go with she, her, because gay people are gay people. Like, we're always like, like this mic is she. Like, it's like, <laughs> it's like, oh, is, is she working? She's working. Okay, we're good. Can, can you move the table? Can you move her? Thank you. Like, I'm like, everybody knows me. Like, every single person in my life, like, in, like, a significant sense, really uh -huh. has met me within, like, the past 
like several years or they know me through drag. So even my closest friends, when I'm out of drag, they call me Izzy. Um, so yeah, he, him, she, her out of drag. I don't mm -hmm. care in drag, do she, her. But yeah, no, I definitely identify as like a cis man that does drag. Uh -huh. So. Is it bad that I don't have my pronouns in my bio or I don't ask every single person I meet their pronouns? Should I start doing that? Uh, I, don't think it, I don't think it's bad. I think um, by having your pronouns in your bio, uh, particularly as like a person of influence, uh, it's setting the precedent that it's mm. like pronouns are a topic of conversation. Yes. So even if your pronouns are she, her, and you're like, I look like a cis woman, people would normally identify me as she, her. Like, mm -hmm. um, like if, even if like by your mind, you're like, oh, there's probably not much confusion it just kind of sets the precedent that yeah. um like have that conversation have it open and just if everybody has it then it's not just for people that are outside of right. um like typical gender structures right it draws attention to the bigger picture exactly yes. yeah you know so what? no it's not bad but mm -hmm. if you want to put it in there i say go for it I, it's the future baby it is the fucking future and i need to get with that We're gonna do a Salute University. Okay. Salute University is where I teach everyone something, whether that's a how to suck dick or how to deal with anxiety. Okay? I'm excited. We're all over the spectrum, and I think- Some people deal with anxiety by sucking dick. I do. Yeah. I threw up on a dick three weeks ago, by the way, and it was really fucking- I threw up on horrible. the first dick I ever sucked. You did? Really? Yes, because <laughs> Because we're fucking incredible. Exactly, because we go for it. Yeah, thank you. Um, we're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> but we're like, how you can throw up on a dick. Yeah. <laughs> I have heard some men like that though. Oh, Extra lubrication, Jesus. I'm just saying. But I'm so glad you're here because a lot of people can't wrap their brain around being transgender and a drag queen. Okay. There's a difference. Absolutely. And a lot of people, would you agree with me, don't understand that. Yes, I completely agree. I want you to kind of break that down. So, um, being, uh, being a drag queen, I mean, in my sense, I'm a cis man. I live my life as a man and uh, I dress like a lady for money. Mm. I have my shows and I'm in full drag and uh, the persona, the stage name, the, uh, the character that I am. I mean, my personality is exactly the same in and out of drag, but Izzy Uncut is the face, is the, yes. is the brand. Mm -hmm. And then Kyle is the, is the boy mm -hmm. uh, underneath it. So, uh, a lot of drag queens are cis men, but there's also a lot of drag queens that are uh, trans men that do female drag or trans men that do masculine drag. There's trans women that do female drag. So um, it's not it's not a one size fits all. It's not that every drag queen is a cis man, yeah. um, but trans women uh, are not always drag queens, you know what right. I mean? And so a trans woman is somebody that uh, was most times assigned male at birth mm -hmm. um, and now identifies as a woman. Right. Um, but in my case, that is not the case. It's difficult yes. because people see us all the same way and they kind of pigeonhole everybody into the same group. At the end of the day, you should be respecting everybody the exact same. It shouldn't matter, but just for educational purposes, everybody should know that like, you see me walking down the street and I'm completely different than like seeing uh, a trans woman walking down the street uh, that is that lives her life like that every exactly. single day. Yes, and I totally understand that and I know the answer to this next question, but I'm gonna ask it anyways. Yes. Just to educate people. You have a university. <laughs> <laughs> Harder to get into than Harvard, by the way. We love. It really is. Is drag only for gay men? 
No. Thank you. Hard no on that. Thank you. Yeah. A lot of people assume that it is. Yeah, no. It is not only for gay men. Like I was saying, there are um, like you said. There's there's women, there's cis women that do drag. Mm -hmm. Um one of my one of my good friends that I started with, Miss Vicky Deville, she is a, a cis woman. She does phenomenal drag. She does makeup better than me. She looks stunning all the time. She does a lot of Christina impersonation. And people are uh, oftentimes shocked when they hear that there is like women that were assigned female at birth, like mm -hmm. doing the art of drag, and they're like, what What's the point? What's the transformation? And I was like, if you look at her on the street, like in her everyday and you look at her doing drag, it's like, there's more of a transformation than a lot of like men wow. that go to women. Okay, so I could do drag if I wanted to. Not saying that I would be good at it, but I can if I want. Anyone. Absolutely, yes. Anyone. Absolutely, like if I were to put you in drag and like I did the I did the brows, I did the whole thing, I put you in like an elaborate costume and you were performing like, you were performing drag. Cause everybody thinks that like drag is uh, just female illusion, yes. but I'm not go like I'm not going for realness. Like me walk, like me crossing <laughs> the street, like here uh, to WTF Studios. Yes. Like nobody was thinking like, oh, like she's trying to look like that woman like in yoga pants right now. Right, right, right. So like drag is such its own thing that it's really is for anybody. Right, my shirt just fucking unbuttoned because my boobs are They're so, so big. They're so fucking big. <laughs> <laughs> My literally my nipple just came out. I'm not kidding. You're huge natural. The huge naturals. <laughs> um, oh my god. I I could talk to you for seven more hours. We need to wrap this up. I'm gonna ask one last question for real this time. All right. We talked about makeup, the wig. Yes. Yeah, it spilled. Do the Kardashians wear a wig? Oh, absolutely. All of them, right? They all do. What, I mean, how long is the process of putting on a wig? Because for some reason, I think it would be easier to put on than to style my hair every day. Uh, it kind of would be. It'd be more annoying. But yeah, basically, you take all your hair. If you have long hair like you, you have to basically pin it up in like almost like a circular pattern to mm -hmm. spread it all out. Because if you were just put it in a ponytail and put it at the back, it would you would have like a giant just like like bump in the back of your head. Yeah. So you basically have to kind of like move it around in a way where all your hair is dispersed across your entire head. Mm -hmm. You put the wig cap on and then you just pop the wig on. The Kardashians have amazing wigs. Uh, how much I, do you think their wigs cost? Um, I have a friend that makes a few of their wigs and they're in the, um, they're usually around like, like, like two to like $7,000 range. Stop. Yeah, it. a friend, not even, I mean, we're not like besties by any means, but somebody I knew through cheerleading. Okay, name dropping. Yes, it's somebody I knew through cheerleading. You might know them too, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> he was an all-star cheerleader. He makes great wigs, but yeah, he makes a few for the Kardashians. And like, they're not even trying to hide that. They absolutely wear wigs like a lot yes. of times. Yeah. Yes, and do they, I thought about getting one for the longest time, mm. and then I saw how expensive they were. Uh -huh. And then, but then I was thinking about how healthy my fucking hair would get yeah. if I just wore a wig every day and I wasn't I do like doing it. shit to it. But you are fucking incredible. I'm definitely gonna have you back on. Oh Where you. can they find you, Izzy? You can find me on all platforms at Izzy Uncut. It's I-Z-Z-Y, exactly how they spell it in the Bible. <laughs> and then uh, Uncut, just like uniqueness, nerve, charisma, uniqueness, talent. <laughs> oh my fucking God. You can tell I say that on my shows like all the time. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> You could have fooled me actually. I was like, how is she like thinking? I just came up with that. Oh, oh my God. I got the mind of a mastermind. You are. <laughs> I'm so happy. Thank you so much for coming on. As always, you guys can find me Sophia with an F, Franklin with a Y on all my social media platforms, except on TikTok, there's a number zero at the end. 
Uh, but it might be, what do we say it's gonna be? Um, Lucy Vagina? Uh, what's Vanina. Your, uh, Lucy Vanina. Lucy Vanina. Yes. It, I might change it to that, but we'll see. <laughs> I love you guys so much. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. Talk to you next week. Bye.